legal analyst, civil rights attorney, and former Brooklyn prosecutor, uh, Charles Coleman Jr. Charles, thanks so much for being here. I want to get into this because the indictment against Young Thug paints a picture of his record label as a cover for criminal activities and gang recruitment reigned over uh, by the rapper. He's accused of over 30 RICO violations. Um, let's start with what exactly uh, the RICO Act is and point out in no way in any part of this, this conversation are we defending what Young Thug did. This is more about a larger conversation and precedent setting using rap lyrics uh, against uh, defendants. So talk us through the RICO Act. Well, good morning, Tiffany. The RICO Act was established in the 70s, and it's, it's primarily intent. Just in case, fair use, fair use, fair use. It was intended to basically prosecute organized crime, mafiosos, uh, mob types, and the crimes that they were looking to target with the RICO Act when it was initially introduced were around mail fraud, around tax evasion, around things of that nature. Now, of course, there is an expanded view of the RICO law that has since become uh, around homicide, violent crime, other different criminal enterprises, but the whole point of introducing the RICO, RICO Act in 1970 was really about organized crime, not of this nature. This expansion that we've seen recently to sort of get into the notion of gang activity that we're looking at with regard to Young Thug, that is something entirely new and not what the RICO Act was intentionally uh, in, uh, passed and ratified to do. Yeah, it was once used to indict the mafia. Um, since in, in 2014, Bobby Schmurter and 15 members uh, of his crew were arrested on a conspiracy indictment. Um, and other rappers have, have been caught up in this. Um, during the hearing, prosecutors uh, quoted Young Thug's lyrics on arguing that he bragged about shooting another rapper's mother, a, a rapper YFN Lucci's mother, uh, in his 2021 collaborative single with Juice World, Bad Boy. Um, aside from the morality of this, because I did read the lyrics. Um, I think I'm a bit out of Young Thug's demographic, but I did read the lyrics. Um, I'm not defending that, you know, at, at all, by any means. Um, whether or not he shot this man's mother, the, the fact that he was rapping about it, I found kind of disgusting. But I, I'm a hip-hop girl, I promise you. Um, I feel like using rap lyrics against rappers, that seems like a violation of the First Amendment to me. Am I wrong? Well, spe speaking as a former prosecutor, I can tell you this is a really slippery slope, Tiffany. It presents a lot of different issues. As you and I know, as I am very much so a hip-hop head myself, the way that we use language when it comes to talking right. about our everyday lives is something that is different and not necessarily easily understood by outside culture. And so speaking now as a former prosecutor, to take people who do not understand cultural translation and then to have them with words or lyrics that they believe may mean one thing or signify something that they do not and put them in front of a jury puts defendants at a significant disadvantage and i think that people need to understand when you're talking you gotta understand some of these rappers do rap about what they do in their songs which is not good at all um and some of them do that to their own detriment so uh this is this the the the, the justice system doing their job to find evidence okay and if he was dumb enough to rap about uh, his activities, his criminal activities, then it's on him. And people can't really try to defend him. Talking about juries and prosecutors.
prosecutors, I can tell you that prosecutors enjoy a lot of latitude in terms of believability because we have the, the, the backing of the state. We're representing the state. So people automatically sort of give us a level of credence, even though they're told not to when it comes to what we bring. So even if we don't understand what the lyrics say, if we put that in front of a jury, it is possible that it's going to tilt the scales in our favor. Now, what I will say is that when you have clear and convincing corroboration in the case of Wyatt Penn's mom actually being shot, and then you have someone who has claimed to actually do that on record, that's when those lyrics are going to come into play and be used in a corroborating fashion. It doesn't mean that he did it. It doesn't mean that he's right. going to be uh, found guilty because of it, because there's still the standard of guilty until, I'm sorry, innocent until proven guilty, and, and by by without uh, by reasonable doubt without reasonable doubt excuse me I'm losing my words today. right um, that's all good. And, and that's so, all good you dropping bars right, anyway right. brother so go for it <laughs> appreciate it and so that is still something that has to be proven but when you look at how rap lyrics are used in court that is where it comes into play if there is clear and convincing corroboration in terms of what actually happened and what can be established and then the lyrics ultimately sort of buttress that and they confirm that almost as if it's a confession then you will likely see them come into play but just bar none no that's not something that should be used against the yeah. in court of law well in maryland uh, in 2019 uh, the maryland court of appeals ruled it legal to use rap lyrics as evidence in murder trials um i think that's something that could potentially be con uh, concerning um and you're right when you talk about cultural competency listen you and i we're on television before a lot of people right now but we can have a whole conversation in our language that is only understood by a certain right. sect of society this is not a foreign language okay this is not italian this is not greek and it's sad that you have you know people who can't understand this is a criminal who committed crimes who may have committed murder if he murdered some of your, your loved ones you would want the book thrown at him and every legal proceeding used every legal action used to get that person put behind bars if he confessed to these crimes in his lyrics then let then use the lyrics okay that's just the facts Okay, and people are, you know, they're arguing like, oh, well, they shouldn't do that. You know what? It, it, it's just ridiculous. It's, it's ridiculous how people are acting when it comes to this. And so I do. It is concerning um, the door that this could open and the legal precedent this could set. Um, could there be a scenario in, in which a, a rapper is rapping about something um, that is more allegory? Um, and, and prosecutors use that as, as something to bring a case against them. Because I think in the Young Thug case, there's, an, there's a crime, and they're saying, well, here are all these lyrics where you rapped about it. Could prosecutors then say, well, we don't know the crime yet. If he rapped about it, then he's guilty. And, he, and it matches to the evidence being accumulated to build up a case against the criminal, the defendant. You should use it. I'm not really going to watch this right now. I, I I just, you know, it's it's just getting ridiculous right now. It really is. I'm sorry. It's just come on now. Just just come on. This this is ridiculous now. Unbelievable, man. This is I don't know. Liberal These liberals could be a joke, man. It just really is. I don't feel bad for dumb thug. Yeah, man. I, I mean, a lot of these rappers, you know, I don't condone anything 
what they do. What they do is wrong. All right. I don't condone it, but if you're they this here's the thing. A lot of these rappers want to idolize themselves to John Gotti or all these big time Italian mobsters, but they don't practice these Italian mobsters ways. And I'm kind of thankful for that because that means they get caught. Because the reality is they a lot of these people, a lot of these black drug dealers and stuff, right? They like the flashiness. They like the flashiness. They like the the instant gratification, but they don't understand that it takes time and planning to do these things. It takes you have to be smart when you're doing this type of activity. Because one, it's evil. Two, if you're caught, you're going to jail for a long time. Okay. That's the issue here that a lot of them don't get. They don't understand delayed gratification. And that's why they get caught up. A lot of them don't understand that. So when they start making all these little mistakes, then all of a sudden they want to want they wonder why you know, they get messed up. They trusted the wrong person. Okay. They trusted the wrong person. They made alliances with people they shouldn't have made alliances with. Okay. Yeah, they went to jail. Yeah, they, they did go to jail. They did go to jail. Right. They did go to jail. But at the same time, it took a little bit longer for them to go to jail. All right. That's the thing. I'm not like I said, I don't praise them at all. I really don't praise them. But as you can see, they they <laughs> they did go to they took it took longer for them to go to jail. All right. Even with the Yakuza. All right. They had a strict code. You messed up. You lost a finger. You keep messing up. You're going to have a stump. So that one pinky finger should teach you not to mess up. See, they had, like, consequences for making bad decisions. Sometimes they wouldn't even tolerate you, and you just get taken out. Okay? Let's get on with the story anyway. Young Thug urges fans to petition to prevent prosecutors from using rappers' lyrics against them during Summer Jam 2022. And this is the thing. It, these people who have this influence are very dangerous. Social media influencers are dangerous. And entertainers are social media influencers, not just people behind uh, who are YouTube content creators. Despite being unable to be physically present with his fans, Young Thug still found a way to send them message during Hot 97's Summer Jam concert. As y'all know, Doug is currently being held at Cobb County Jail on RICO charges. In the form of a voice message, Thugger sent uplifting words to everyone at MetLife Stadium on Sunday. He thanked his fans for their ongoing support and urged everyone to support and protect black art. You see what you see this now? You see what they're doing now? They're trying to call this art. Okay, they're trying to call committing crimes art. You're the one who put the crimes, your lyric, the, the evidence in your music. And now you want 
to try and brainwash the media. I'm sorry, brainwash your fans to help you out. Okay? <laughs> and sad to say, a lot of them will do it because a lot of them come from broken homes. The demographic that he speaks to are, you know, they come from single parent homes, single mothers, they've been abused, they do drugs, they get in fights at school, they have their career criminals probably at the age of 10, sadly. Okay? So he knows his influence and he's really this this shows a lot about young thug. It shows how desperate he is to get to not face these consequences for committing really heinous crimes. Okay. He thanked fans for the ongoing support and urged everyone to support to protect art, black art. He calls it black art, a petition to prevent prosecutors from using rappers lyrics against them in criminal investigations. The only people who want not their lyrics not to be used in criminal investigations are criminals themselves. I just want to say thank you to all my friends and family for coming out and supporting us. You know, you support your support during this means a lot to us, you know. So let's hear what he got to say. You know, what he got to say to his fans. Hold up. Would they say protect black art if it was their um, loved one getting shot and then being rapped about being shot? Hmm. Would you call it black art still? Jeffrey Williams and Sergio Kitchen citing their art as criminal evidence. So in trying to prove real crimes in the street, the indictment keeps going back to art. You're not using this against any other types of use. I shot Sheriff, just killed a man, put a gun against his head. But these two men, legally, they're presumed innocent. So now you're trying to use Freddie Mercury and you're trying to use uh, Eric Clapton, who probably just made songs that had nothing to do with actually murdering somebody to, you know, say that, hey, why don't you just char charge Queen? Or why don't you charge Eric Clapton? Well, Queen is dead. Freddie Mercury is dead. And that was back then. I don't know, Eric Clapton's still alive. You could probably check him out, but I doubt you'll find anything like he actually killed somebody. But um, <clears throat> this is how they're playing these immature tactics. And they're trying to brainwash the youth to think that this is cool to stand up and violate a criminal investigation. I'm going to deny violence this time. And so there is 
that an undertone? It is clear racism. It's a I will say this though. This exposes that music can be brainwashing and that the entertainers know the power of their music and the power they have over their fans. And fans is short for fanatic, just to let you know that. Fun fact. Direct attacks on black artists. Gangster rap has become incredibly popular and profitable by selling lyrics about black on black violence. It's not actually a form of music. Hip hop has done more damage to young African Americans than racism. This is how bad the country is. We're talking about lyrics. And you have people who form Proud Boys and at home. If this is how the system treats them, then imagine how it treats other black Americans day in and day out who aren't famous or well-known this you notice how it's like a whataboutism oh you know well what about the proud boys what about these white people it's not about them right now it's about you did you rap about the things that you that these people are accusing you of is it identical to the stuff that is pinned to you not only are you stupid for doing so but if it is in the rap lyrics, it is fair game. And urging fans to do so really shows that you are guilty. The, the lyric is, if it's just black art, let the prosecutors have the music. What are you afraid of? This type of, you know, devotion to a subculture that is about violence, that is about drug dealing, and that is about going against the law and right and wrong is very dangerous. This is a subculture, all right? This is the black subculture that is an easy way to make money, whether it's OnlyFans, whether it's drug dealing, whether it's stripping, or rapping about stuff like this, putting it in your lyrics. This is dangerous. And this is the feud between... Uh, Chris Rock said it like this. There is a civil war between black people versus ninjas. It's true. It is very much so. Because if you speak out of, about this for what it is, you'll get called a coon. You'll get called everything but a child of God. You're an agent. You're a sellout for speaking out and talking about the obvious. Right? You know, this isn't about me or YSL, Young Slime Life. I always use my music as a form of expression, and now I see that black artists and rappers don't have that, you know, freedom. Everybody, you mean the freedom to rap about what you did in your, what you did, um, for your criminal enterprise and not get called out for it or prosecuted for it by law enforcement. That's what you're really saying. Everybody, please sign the Protect Black Art petition and keep praying for us. I love you all. You're going to jail, man. Young Slime Life, 
Records. Co-founder Kevin Lyles reported partnered with Atlantic Records, COOO, Julie Greenwald, to launch the petition following Young Thug and Gunna's arrest. A post on Young Slime Life Instagram account detailed the purpose of the initiative saying, Black artists have their lyrics and used against them in court is a violation of the constitutional rights. What is happening currently to the artists of Young Slime Life is a prime example of this. Protect these people are disgusting. Both Thugger and Gunner have been denied bond in this case. In this case, and will remain in police custody until they stand trial in July 2023. During one of his hearings, the prosecutor presented lyrics from Young Thug's single Slady to support allegations of him being the kingpin of an alleged gang. All right. I'm going to show something else here, because guess what? Remember I said fan is short for fanatic, right? Well, guess what Young Thug's, um, you know, uh, fans are doing? Young Thug fans force Fulton County DA Fannie Willis to increase security after death threats. Okay. Hey, this is, this is, he knows he has his fans under his grip. It's dangerous. What about the black? Let me show this up here. What about the black victims? No one cares about them. Oh, they don't care about them. You know, uh, Georgia, because it's about the money. It's about fame. Who I like doesn't matter. That's how it is. This is what it came with R. Kelly. He's facing 25 years in prison, but people still love him for it. They love him for it. That's about it. You know, he can do no wrong. All right. Some of them were, like I said, some of them were adults. Others were able to make decisions at 15 and 16 to go and meet up with R. Kelly. Like I said, those of us who went to high school, you would see your fellow peers, females, 15, 16, dating guys who are not, who are either super seniors, probably 21, or they were dating dudes that were in college. Okay? We know how this goes down. We know how this goes down. Okay? Well, let's get on with this. All right? Young Thug fans threaten um, force Fulton County DA Fannie Willis to increase security after death threats. You know what he got out there, man, because all of them come from the same broken background. All right. Fulton County DA claims she's being threatened by fans of Young Thug after Rap Star was hit with Rico charges and denied bond. Young Slime Rico case. And the charges faced by Young Thug, Gunna, and their 26 associates have been the most talked about criminal investigation in the hip-hop community in the past two decades. Now the Fulton County DA, who has been prosecuting the case, has been receiving death threats for those against indicting the rappers, the Atlanta rappers. Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis has become a target of vicious and potential death threats from Young Slime Live fans about, I mean, but contends that the attempted intimidation isn't 
coming from the directive of anyone named in the RICO indictment. Hmm. Interesting. But let's hear what she got to say. Hold on one minute. Okay. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. All right, so I'm just going to just keep going since it's not coming up. Just some little technical difficulties. All right. Okay. We don't believe that these threats were directed by anyone in the Young Slime indictment, Fannie Willis said. I would say that the threats are coming from people that are very sympathetic maybe admires a young slime life and people who are connected with them in some case. Because of her work on gangs in Fulton County and her investigation into the presidential election, Fannie Willis will be increasing her security detail exponentially. Oh, it is definitely a significant driver for the heightened security. Willis said people are angry about the investigation. People are angry about investigations into games, the gangs. You got to proofread these articles before they put them on the net. So each of those things play a factor. I, this is the same type of people that will talk about, oh, the black communities in shambles, but you're protecting the people who destroyed the black community. Just like R. Kelly. R. Kelly got um, put in jail. Everybody was, most blacks were protecting him. Okay. You even had a woman who had a daycare center who protected him, and then she got um, hit with a bomb threat. Last week, the Fulton County Sheriff had added extra protection to protect himself and his family after receiving a flurry of death threats from associates and fanatics of Young Thug, Gunna, and Young Slime Life. Sheriff Patrick Labette declared that his life and his wife's life were targeted after Young Thug, Gunna, and their Young, slung li- lungs, young slum life, Slime Life affiliates were arrested in May and charged with 56 counts of racketeering. I signed up for this. My family certainly did not. We will not allow anybody to partake in cyberbullying and make threats and there are continuing investigations to reveal other threats sheriff labat told levin alive we think it's getting related is getting related and at least fan base related at the end of may a teenager named octavius mender was arrested and charged with 23 counts of making terrorist threats after he took to social media and said he would kill sheriff labat and his wife young if young thug and other young slum young slime life members were not released from custody you see how they're going, man? You see how they're going with this? Not only did these threats result in charges, but they were pointless. Judge Ural Glanville denied bond to Young Thug, believing he is a potential flight risk and a danger to the community after it was revealed that potential witnesses were being threatened. 
Insane, man. Insane what's going on here. People risking their lives, risking their freedom for a man that doesn't even know them. He does young, young thug does not know these people at all. He does not know them and he doesn't owe them anything. Okay. It is how brainwashed the subculture black community is because they feel that money, as long as you're getting money, that means you're a star. And these are people, these are blacks who are from the poverty sector of the black community. Okay. Sad. They think all that glitters is gold and it's not. He, Young Thug is a danger to community. His brainwashing, he would have blacks who come from the same gutter as himself to go risk their lives while he makes a getaway. This is how selfish he is. This is how selfish these rappers are. But a lot of them don't get it until they become a fall guy for these rappers. All he's thinking about is his own skin. And a lot of them, sad to say, they do not see it. And the sad thing is in the black community, entertainers, basketball players, and athletes, athletes, actors, rappers, they're given more attention than a black doctor, a black police officer, a black person putting positivity into the community. Not to get off top, but look at King Randall. He built a school for at-risk young black boys within two years, two years. Umar Johnson has yet to build a school. Umar Johnson, if you listen to him talk, he is a threat to the black community. Yet he gets more attention, more, um, he gets propped up. He gets to go on Hot 97. I don't care for much for Hot 97. It's, you know, left wing. He gets more respect in the black community for absolutely producing nothing. The man talks about building a school for the parents to drop their kids off and the parents have no right to the kids at all. And he grooms them. That's basically what he wants to groom them. He doesn't want the parents to have any contact with the kids anymore. He wants to groom them. This is a man who's taking your money. This is a man who you've seen in live streams at gambling casinos asking you to give him money for the school. Where is that school? It's been 10 years. Yet he's been he's bought two houses worth millions. The black community is very backwards. Blacks who actually produce and actually care for the community are discarded, but the ones who really have nothing to offer, they are celebrated. And you wonder why the black community continues to be the butt of every joke, continues to be a political football, continues to be nothing more than a toy for both political parties and mainstream media. That's all I got to say about this. Later.